Welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. We learned who our tallest Morning Mix listener is this morning. Yeah, we got up there making uh, the big Karlowski look pretty pretty short. Yeah, like an idiot, right? <laughs> what? Yeah, you said that. Oh, my fault. Also, we had a Thursday three style all focused on awards show season. And uh, one of the words I think a lot of people can relate with boring. Boring. I, hey, but I'm still we're still watching them. Yeah, that's right. And I think Tony watched them too. Oh, I think so. That and so much more right now on the Not So Boring Morning Mix podcast. So how crazy busy are you today? Because it's hard to find time to do everything, especially when it comes to eating better. But eating better just got a lot easier with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. They're ready to go in just two minutes. And I love every one of them we've made at home because every fresh, restaurant-quality, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And there's so many meals to choose from every week. Over 35 different factor options, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto. It's like maybe your goal is you want to do better breakfast. There's pancakes, smoothies, and a lot more. Or if you just want to do midday bites, that's cool too. We use Factor for dinner at home because it's a perfect way to end a crazy day. I mean, think about it. Premium options with no cooking required. You can get as much or as little as you need by just, you know, choosing your meals every week. And then you can, you know, pause or reschedule your delivery times anytime. And hey, Factor is less expensive than takeout. So sign up and save. Go to factormeals.com slash morningmix50 and use morningmix50 to get 50% off. That's morningmix50 at factormeals.com slash morning mix 50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're talking about game shows. That's right. And uh, over the break, I totally forgot to mention, my family did this thing called Game Show Battle Rooms. Yes, I've heard about this. There's so, one in Lombard. Yes, it just opened in Lombard. Okay. And uh, we did the one in Milwaukee, but it's hilarious because it's like you go, you bring a family. I think we had about 12 people. Yeah. They divide up the people into different teams. Okay. You compete against. We had like basically a fake Plinko because I can't call them these. That's what my guy yes. yes. We did a Plinko. We did a Wheel of Fortune. And we did a Price is Right. And it was so much fun. And it is funny because uh, the Wheel of Fortune, you know, we all watch it. And yeah. we're like, you dummy. Right. How would you not get that? And then when you have to do it. It's hard. It's so hard. <laughs> Our cousins at Christmas were raving about it, that they had gone. And they were like, "You, Chris, you should go get a job there. And I was like, you guys, I have a job. But come on. It's a real job. Yeah. No, you would, right? lo- you would love it. The hosts are so fun. It's a real, it's a cool experience. No, I think it'd be fun. We should go do a thing there. I, I would. I, I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. It's called, what's it called again? Game Show Battle Rooms. And <laughs> game it, yeah, show it just Battle opened Room. in, in like Lombard. It. Well, we'll have to find out if they're going to add this game to the mix. Chuck E. Cheese, the game show, coming to a TV near you eventually. Now, a lot of folks had te- texted saying, what a missed opportunity. Why wouldn't they have the game show be families competing against families? Because in the full description, they say the show is for adults playing the games they loved as kids. The format will feature standalone comedic physical challenges where duos of big kids, a.k.a. adults, will compete over supersized arcade games like pinball, air hockey, alley roller, and the human claw. Mm -hmm. But it is adults competing against adults, which does feel like a missed opportunity. That said, what other things should they turn into game shows? What if they made a Super Mario Brothers game show? 
That could be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of physicality. You'd have to run and jump and like punch a thing. And then yeah. there could be like a Mario Kart race at some point. Mm-hmm. So what other things should they turn into a game show? How about 708, a house cleaning game show? <laughs> like, a, all right, uh, first up, the kitchen. I and mean, then, they like, have the a shopping toilet. one. It, yeah. Why not, right? Supermarket showdown. Right. right supermarket sweep, one yep. of those. Yeah. Uh, they should have a game show about foot fetishes. I, I don't know how that would work, but that's on there. <laughs> sure. Okay. Why not? If there's one. 847, Balderdash, the game show. Did you guys ever play Balderdash? No, what's that? used to love Balderdash. It's where you someone draws a card with a word on it, and you have to write a definition for that word, and you have to make it up. And someone has the real definition, and everyone else has made-up definitions. Ah. Your job is to figure out which one's real. It's a good one. Yeah. How about Taylor Swift trivia? Just listen to the mix. <laughs> it's right there for you every day. 708, uh, Portillo's the game show. I don't know if that's just like, eat this beef. Yeah. Right. Now, uh, Finish all of this. Finish yeah. all of this yep. beef. How about the Pac-Man game show? That could be kind of fun, like, in real life. Maybe it would be a combo platter of just old video games in real life. Mm. Like, you play. This goes on for a while. You're in a maze. Maybe yeah. you could be in a maze. You're yeah. running around grabbing stuff. People yeah. dress as ghosts or chasing, yeah, yeah. chasing you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah really fun. fun. Nice drone shot overhead. That'd be fun. <laughs> 708 McDonald's, the game show. Okay. Maybe they put you in one of the play places, but you don't know how to get out. Oh, yeah. Oh, that good could point. be really fun. Yeah, good idea. Kind of like that. Loading the dishwasher, the game show. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Frogger, the real life game show. Yeah. Kind of fun. How about in 847, what if we had the. Rocky game show. Contestants square off in a boxing ring. Bonus points if you can beat Mr. T or Ivan Drago. So basically boxing. Well, it'd be kind of like super punch out almost. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of fun. Yeah. Those are options, you know. And finally, if you need a game show, there are so many wonderful options. But look no further than the one I had. 815. A new game show called How to Exit a Plane plane shows up at the gate. Right. If you're one of those idiots that jumps up right away, yeah. like you're out. Yeah, you're, you know? you're in row 37 yeah. and you stand up and it's yes. like, I uh, guess you just want to stretch your legs because you're not going you're not anywhere. Going anywhere. Yeah. And then there's like your bag is stuck and you have right. to try to figure out how to get the yeah. bag out. Well, it's like. There's like a little kid in front of you. If two planes were competing against each other, yes. like you'd have to work as a team. Yeah. But the you most... still know it'd be very stressful because people wouldn't listen. I mm-hmm. like the idea of yeah. two planes pull in and the show begins. Yeah. It's kind of fun. This is a good one. We 25 minutes here. takes this about 25 minutes. This might be the only minutes. good one. It might be. <laughs> All right, we'll see. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Nicole Kidman, in a recent interview, revealed that she's 5'11". She would tell casting directors she was 5'10", because this the 10 versus the 11 was enough for casting directors to look the other way on her as they thought she was, quote, stocky. Mm-hmm. Although she proved them all wrong, and she's had a great career since. Tom Cruise is like, I'm 6'2". Right. A lot of Hollywood celebs <laughs> right. like, no, are short guys. No, you're not. Yeah. Like Stallone is Yeah, like he's five also something. pretty short. Yeah. You yeah. know? Schwarzenegger's a big guy. He's actually tall and yeah. big. Yeah. But like Tom Cruise, Stallone, Kevin Hart. Jr. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. But he's known for being short. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, short, I think, is kind of average, right? Like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, is that sort of average for a guy? Or is that really short? You've been short? talking to Joel too much. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. A shorty I've heard stick that too. together. I heard that too. <laughs> Okay. I think in the U.S. like five ten ish or whatever for a it's guy about average. about average. But but I think that uh, like Kevin Hart is short short, right? Oh, right? He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like five three. Yeah. So gang, great news. We have men and women that are tall okay. on the line. So I think we should do a prize for tallest man. Okay. And a prize for tallest woman. Let's do it. Let's meet a couple tallies to begin with. 
tallies. Hey, Kathy, good morning. Good morning. Kathy, how tall are you? Like I said, I tell people I'm 5'12". You're 5'12", and you're 6 yeah. foot tall. Okay, I love that. Yeah. So, Kathy, you're <laughs> 6 foot tall. When did you officially hit 6 feet? Do you remember about what age you were? Oh, I think I was maybe freshman in high school. Wow. Wow. All right, now, yeah. in Violetta and I, we're both like, uh, you know, 5'1", five 5'2", five we're, we're tiny. We have a hard time sometimes getting clothes. Do you have a really hard time getting clothes? Oh, my gosh, all the time. Okay. That's yeah. why I like summer, because at least, you know, I can find shorts that are okay. Yeah, yeah shorts are shorts. Or yeah. pants that just look like shorts. So that's okay, too. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Kathy is six feet tall. Good morning, Angie. How are you? I'm doing great. Angie, how tall are you? Oh, no, we lost her. Hang oh, on. Man. The phone connection is tough that high up. <laughs> Hello? Angie, are you there? I'm here. Okay, great, great, great. Sorry, the air must be thinner. Now, Angie, how tall are you? I'm six foot three. Six Ooh, three. Wow. Right. When did you hit six three? Do you remember about what age? Oh, I was in eighth grade. Junior high was rough. Wow. <laughs> now, what's the number one question people ask you? Is it, hey, do you play volleyball? Or is it, hey, do you play basketball? Um, it's usually how tall is your husband? Oh, <laughs> and you said he's 5'2"? He is 6'6". He's 6'6". Oh, six. wow. Do you have okay. kids? <laughs> yes, my 16-year-old son is 6'9". <gasps> wow! Oh, my God. You guys are so tall. What kind of house do you live <laughs> yes, in? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. We live in Wisconsin. You live- okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think he's bigger up there. Yeah, yeah, you got to have all that room. even beds. Like, do wow. your, your feet hang off the bed? Uh, we can't have footboards on our bed, so oh, we got to wow. be able to scrunch up. That is wild. Wow. Did you and your husband meet at, like, a meetup group for tall people? We didn't, but my rule is they have to be taller than me, so I can easily scan a room, and I can find who who is eligible. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was easy. That's what I pass. Yeah, yeah. Call that dating population right down. Well, Angie, great news. You are the tallest woman. Yay! Yay! So Angie is 6'3". Time to meet some tall dudes. Mike, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing well, Mike. How tall are you? Uh, I'm 6'4". 6'4". Okay, great. Now, when did you hit 6'4", about? Do you remember? I was the shortest one in my class in 6th grade. I grew a foot and a half between 7th grade and ninth grade, so my freshman year. Changed changed your whole life, I bet, right? Yeah, that's right. It hurt badly. (laughs) I bet. Did you have shin splints? I did. I was cross-country runners. Oh, wow. Man. What do you do for a living now? Uh, I'm a teacher out in the western suburbs. Wow. What do you teach? Tall? Uh, (laughs) uh, Science. Yeah. Higher education. Higher education. Okay. So Mike is 6'4", and he's got the jokes to prove it. (laughs) Good morning, Doug. Good morning. Doug, how tall are you? I'm 6'9". Whoa! 6'9"? Holy crap! (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Doug. Is that how people react to you all the time? Uh, pretty much daily, yeah. Yeah. Now, do you find that the first thing, because I notice it with Big Karwowski. So our marketing director, Big Karwowski, he's a big fella. Uh, and when we go to places or things and he meets new people, it's always the first thing they say to him as they talk about how tall he is. Is that the case in your life? Uh, every day in public. Every day mm-hmm. in public. And is that mm-hmm. frustrating? It's got to be frustrating, right? 
uh, it was frustrating back when I was 6'5 in junior high, but um, you get used to it as you get older. Wow. Yeah, I am kind of annoying like that. Like, I'll be, like, at, you know, Starbucks or something, g- grabbing coffee, and if I'm standing next to them, I'll just be like, man, you're tall. Yeah. You know, because, like, oh like, to me, like, they really are. Like, right. I'm that short. Oh, I know. If, if you and Doug stood next to each other, we look like father and daughter, but, like, you're <laughs> in, like, third grade. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel bad talking to Doug and all these tall people because you're right, like, you're sitting there being like, man, you're tall. Like, yeah. leave me alone. There's more to me. Yeah. Shorty. Yeah. What do you do for a living, Doug? I'm a teacher, like the previous call. Oh. You're a teacher. Okay, wow. what do you teach? Uh, social studies. Social studies. Okay, great. Six, nine. You know, it's funny. I think massive height like that ends up kind of maybe being more of a curse than a blessing. Mm. You know what I mean? For sure. You like- think? Well, I mean, just look at the big Karlowski always talks yeah. about like getting shoes is right. difficult, getting pants. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's always waiting for the big, big and tall sale <laughs> yeah, at Nordstrom. Right. We always, yeah. yeah, I mean, we make fun of him for all the vineyard vines, but for all we know, that's it. Maybe you that's know? the only thing that fits. Right. Could be. You're listening to the Morning Mix podcast. There are signs in your office, signs telling you what to do, what not to do, how often to do it. A guy posted on Reddit the sign that was posted in his office. Don't say that's not my job. It oozes arrogance and laziness. Chip in to help with what needs to be done, even if it's not your responsibility. Do what needs to be done or help someone find the solution, period. Even when nobody's watching. It was posted on four different pieces of paper. It's a long, it's a long that's, sign. It's like an order. A long yeah. sign. Yeah, you had to, you had to ask somebody to stop what they were doing right. for an hour to create that sign. The yeah. only thing missing is the actual person's name that they're talking to. Yeah, exactly. Bill. Yeah. Hey, Don. What? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. Love the show, guys. Uh, thanks, Matt. What was the sign posted at your office? So we have this little break room that doesn't get used often, and somebody was storing some stuff down there. I can only imagine somebody rifled through it at some point because then a sign showed up that said, please don't touch things that don't effing belong. Oh. Did they put F-I-N-G or did they write the whole word? I'm going to assume they wrote the whole word. He's being bleeped. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So, Matt, please don't effing touch things that don't belong to you. All right. Not bad. Vincent, good morning. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Good. Vince, what was the... Can I call you Vince? I feel like we know each other. Is that okay? Yeah, we actually do know yeah, each other. Yeah, okay, great. How's it going, Vince? All right. Yeah, so, so, the sign said, clean up after yourself and wash your own dishes. I'm not your mom. <laughs> yeah. Did you post it? No, it was posted by one of our secretaries in the break room. Okay, mm-hmm. in the break room, clean up. I'm not your mom. Okay, that one feels, yeah, yeah, I so get it. It's a nudge. Do your own stuff. I'm not your mom. Okay, I kind of like that. Jeff, good morning. How are you? Hey, how are you? Great, man. What'd the sign say at work? I don't throw paper towels in the toilet because the toilet's backed up out of the drain and the floor it was uh, pretty disturbing. Disturbing. Yeah. So people were throwing their paper hot paper towels. I'm always shocked at what people think they can put down a toilet. Yeah. Like, what are you throwing in your toilet at home that you also think, or do you just you're here and you don't care? Right. Maybe it's I that. It's Maybe it's more like that. you're here and you just don't care. Yeah. Well, you won't believe it because uh, you don't care so much. You're leaving certain things in the lobby. Hi, Jen. Good morning. I'm so curious as to why this sign had to exist, but Jen, what did the sign say? So the sign was not for my coworkers or fellow employees. It was for our clientele, and it very clearly stated, do not leave poop in our lobby. Do not. Okay. Do not leave poop Mm -hmm. in our lobby. Um, Mm -hmm. What kind of business are you in, Jen? (laughs) So 
I am a veterinary technician. I work ah, in a animal hospital. Okay, we had a shared, shared foyer with an office next door. People would come in when we were closed and drop poop samples in bags in the front foyer, and the entire place would smell like crap. Uh, yeah. Little fecal wow. sample. Wow. Yeah. I'm so glad, though, that that's the kind of job i was really worried better right it's like <laughs> uh, we work at kfc yeah. what? Oh, what is going on better yet practice on the north shore kudos to them wow yeah. that's some high class right. poop you know behind all these signs there is like an incident there's yeah. always there has there's to be. There has there's to be. always there's an the exciting thing, incident you know? yeah yeah somebody posted uh an 847 texted at my work we put a sign over the sink that said don't leave your dishes in sync with a photograph of Justin Timberlake. Oh, that's a fun oh, way to do that. Like that. Oh, it's yeah. kind of fun, and you're yeah. paying attention. I like that. Yeah. We also had one uh, six three zero. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know what you want. <laughs> okay. Okay. Communicate. You know, it's important. Let them know. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, I've got a squeaker over here. You guys hearing that? Yeah. The microphone squeaks a little bit. There oh. it is. So keep doing it. That's the that what it is. Yeah. <laughs> You gonna leave a sign for the engineer? I, I might. <laughs> I bothered them enough. Yeah. I said it's frigid in that here. That is true. Everything's falling apart yeah. since you wrote that note. Uh, That's right. Violetta's computer turned off. <laughs> my microphone. They're like, yeah. D- is the heat working? Yeah. No, still not. No, still not. <laughs> when you're gonna fall through the floor? In a yeah. <laughs> From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix podcast. We asked you what are the first three words that come to mind when we say awards show. We're going to take those three words and attempt to turn them into a song live on the Morning Mix right now. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. How are you? Doing really well, man. How are you today? Pretty good. Thank you. Have you heard us do a Thursday three style before, Tony? I have, yes. Okay, great. Were you ever in a boy band called Tony, Tony, Tony? No, no, I get that all the time, but no. Do you? No, all the time, so okay. You get does, that all the time? He has an award named after him, though. Tony, Tony, Tony. I'll, yeah, all the time. It's ridiculous. You do have your own award. It only just dawned on me. The Tony <laughs> yes. is you. How great. The Tony, yep. Yeah, wow. Now, Tony, we're going to need three words from you and the topic of awards shows. What are the first three words that come to mind? Glitz. Glitz. Boring. Boring. <laughs> and red carpet. Red carpet. Oh, okay. 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 Red carpet. Carpet. Red carpet. Carpet. Red carpet. One word for our purposes here. All right, Tony. (laughs) Three words are glitz, boring, (laughs) and red carpet. We're going to put you you on hold, Tony. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there, Tony. Okay. These are today's Thursday three style. This is it. Based on these three words, glitz, boring, and red carpet. It's your awards show three style. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the awards show. Gonna give prizes out to movies that you don't know. Not a single one of you has seen this. We don't care. We got Curtis P. Enos. He used to play for the Bears. And now we've got him here. He's got words to share. Hang on, who's there on the red carpet? It's a classic musician gonna harp it. That's right, because nobody knows. All of these movies, man, they blow. I'm sitting on my couch, man, I'm snoring, because this award show is too dang boring. Look at all the glam, man, the glitz. Is that Dua Lipa? I just saw her sit down. Hang on, didn't say the T word. Whip has left. This is too absurd. 
This guy's going to see the show. Get an award for movies that you don't know. Hey. Woo! Woo! That was hot, That was hot. That was hot. I, I don't know how you stopped yourself yeah. from the Dua Lipa line. Yeah. Tony, how was that for your awards show Thursday 3 style? Yeah, I, I wish that was instead of the Emmys. I would have watched that 100 times over. That's our pitch for next year. Just let us do it. We'll do that for an hour, and that'll be the show. Well, Tony, we've got dinner for you at L Woods. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. He's just won that big award. There you go. Did. Your award show. Yeah, that's, that's the, incredible. That's the good. dream, you know. Yeah, you yeah, want yeah. a grummy, a grummy, quite grammy. It's like a cram, uh, <laughs> a crummy grammy. <laughs> You're listening to the Morning Mix podcast. In at number six, according to critics, your best movie villains of all time. Why so serious? What? The Joker all the way from there? Batman, number six. The Joker, not just in The Dark Knight, but the Joker in general mm-hmm. across many movies. You got Jack Nicholson, uh, oh, yeah. Cesar de Romero. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And Heath Ledger. You can't have a best movie villain without the Joker, they say, among the glitz and the grime of Gotham's underbelly. Who stands out more than the clown prince of crime? Delving into the neon lit streets of Gotham, there's one smile we can't help but recognize the Joker's. Mm. Yeah, that's why I thought that was number one. Number six, this list is going to blow your mind. Seriously? Whoa. As we answer one question, <laughs> where are the drugs? We're going to find out. Scared. I'm actually scared. You should be. This is good music. It's is it? Very scary. Yeah, yeah good music yeah. to make love to. That's- what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Who just said what? What happened? All right, blacked out. Now I'm really scared. Why so serious? Yeah. In uh, at number five... Pass the fava beans. Uh, Hannibal Lecter. See, I mean, come on. I'd be more scared of him than the Joker. 100%. What recipe made Hannibal Lecter's character so good? Well, he's capable. He's intelligent, manipulative, candid, cagey, well-researched, six steps ahead, and he's actually pretty charming. He is. (laughs) I love how they used what recipe. That is so so gross and great. Good to watch those movies with a nice Chianti. Highly, highly, highly recommend. So, yes, be careful. Also, keep the lotion nearby. In at number four on the list of the best movie villains of all time, according to critics, Sauron from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You guys, yeah. are you kidding me? You're more scared I'm of Sauron yeah. than Anthony Hopkins? I'm saying. He, that's not, is that the eye? Yeah, the eye of okay, Sauron. So, so I, I was, yeah, but oh I mean. Oh, my God, is I that, didn't that know, the eye? Well, I didn't know if it was the actual eye or the wizard guy or the, the one. They're I don't all know. one. Oh, God. God, come on. Spoiler alert to those of us that don't know. Rings to the Dark Tower. Sauron's intricate dance with power is a tale worth every twist and turn. A great eye, littlest, wreathed in flame. The description of the Dark Lord of Mordor is all well and good on paper, but how the hell do you make a massive fiery peeper remotely sinister on screen? Peter Jackson figured it out. Sauron in at number four. That's right. Okay. You scared? Are you scared yet? <laughs> nah, he looks uh, he looks like Groot. Well, is that the wrong guy? Too. No, no, no. At certain points, it depends. He's got his armor on, I'm assuming, in the photo you're looking at. I don't know. Yeah, be careful. In at number three, best movie villains of all time, he who shall not be named, oh. Lord Voldemort. Yeah. That's right, Voldemort coming after Harry and his friends. Watch out for Voldemort, number three on the list of the best movie villains of all time. Lord Voldemort might not appear physically in every single scene, 
of Harry Potter, but he serves as an overarching villain for all eight films. His presence always felt, even when he's not there, though he comes to have more screen time and more of an impact on the overall plot as the series progresses, as the film gets more and more dark. Voldemort. Yeah, that is scary. See? That one, I'm with you. There mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. We got one. <laughs> I'm scared. I mean, you're, he's so scary, you can't even say his name. Mm-hmm. He who shall not be named. In at number two, movie villains of all time. This guy scares the crap out of me. Freddy Krueger. Mm, yeah. That's mm. right. Every town has an Elm Street, basically, right? So Freddy Krueger, well, he's in every town. Second most popular movie villain from critics, his crispy complexion with deadly digits. Nightmare on Elm Street's Freddy Krueger was a chillingly effective boogeyman. But it wasn't until Dappy 1985's Freddy's Revenge that the killer began to really take shape while still carving up teenagers in their pajamas. Freddy developed a sense of humor, one that grew ever more demented. Freddy evolved into a lovable genre mascot, but losing his edge never dulled his appeal. One of his most famous kills is Johnny Depp. Oh. sucked into the bed. And yeah, the blood, blood ah. shoots up on the ceiling. And what do we believe is the number one... Worst movie villain, scariest movie villain, or best movie villain, either way you look at it. Nikki. Can Whip go okay, first? Whip, Whip really he was really one. excited. Uh, it it almost has to be Darth Vader. Okay. Darth Vader. Nikki. Uh, that's a great guess. Kind uh, I'm going to go with uh, the shark from Jaws. Shark from Jaws. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's scarier than Cruella DeVille hurting mm-hmm. puppies. Cruella DeVille. True. So many. So many options here, you guys. What is the number one, the scariest? I thought maybe we had it. I'm not seeing the audio here, but that's okay. The scariest movie villain of all time in number one, Michael Myers. What? That's number one, according to critics. The number one scary movie villain of all time is Michael Myers. Darth Vader, though, is just like evil. He's not necessarily scary. Yeah, well, that's true. You know? Say yeah. that's all the generals who choked up in the air. That's right. Know? Doesn't even have to be touching you. <laughs> I guess so. That's right. It's this guy, Michael Myers. <laughs> Experts' top pick for best movie villain is none other than Michael Myers from the Halloween franchise. Terrorizing people for years, he was convicted of murdering his sister when he was just six years old and spent 15 years in a mental hospital before escaping to murder again. Michael Myers is one of the most iconic horror movie villains ever to grace the silver screen. Hmm. Michael Myers, honorable mentions. Jason, I would say poor Jason didn't even make the list from Friday the 13th. You know what I mean? Wow. The only honorable mention on the list, Thanos. Darth Vader, not even near it. Wow. That's like... uh... That's like Michael Jordan not winning the MVP because everyone just takes him for granted. Yeah, you know. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, there you go. The morning mix flash briefing with Violetta. We're gonna start off with Gordon Ramsay. He's kind of the king of passionate and super um, vibrant insults. Uh, some top three here for the news um, is. This lamb is so undercooked, it's still following Mary to school. Oh, that is good stuff. You can tell that's right off the cuff. He just thought of that. Like, wow, what a zinger. This fish is so raw, he's still finding Nemo. Okay. Oh, I love it. That might have been when he had little little kids, maybe. He seemed to have been in a zone at that point. And then the most famous meme was when he took two slices of bread and put it around a chef's face, one on each side of her ear, and he said, what are you? And she said, I'm a idiot sandwich. 
Um, now that meme is being turned into a show. So <laughs> the idiot sandwich hour. Yeah, basically. So Gordon Ramsay is the host. It's going to be on his YouTube channel, and contestants are going to be competing against each other, twenty-minute increments on making what the next viral internet sandwich should be. Wow. So, I mean, he's kind of like playing with the term. Like, he thinks all things on the internet are dumb. So, he's like, make an idiot sandwich. Make a good sandwich in 20 minutes that might go viral. We did it, guys. <laughs> what? You're looking. We You're entering. Out. We came to the end. Yeah. This is, uh... <laughs> we did. Totally. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, but, uh, it's not your fault. It is what it is. Uh... <laughs> Thank you, Gordon, yes. for guiding us there. What are you? An idiot sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> this fall on YouTube. Exactly. I think it came out yesterday, actually. Oh, great. Right now. Yeah. On YouTube. <laughs> we are idiot sandwiches. Yeah. We're not even knowing. I know. Moving on, we have some trending audio that's making a lot of people laugh. And before we play it, I just want to tell you guys, I think you're pretty. And don't worry about the details. Aw, uh, thanks. I got called pretty today. <laughs> well, the exact words were, you're pretty annoying, but... I like to focus on the positives. <laughs> oh, my God. Focus on the positives. Yeah, that's what you should do. And Jason Kelsey, he's been in the news a lot lately because uh, he kind of said he was retiring, but now he's backing that up a little. Yeah, he's uh, backtracking because he never officially announced it, but a reporter heard him say that to teammates right after the game, reported it, and he says, hey, slow down, chief. Well, right now he is uh, trending because Danielle works at McDonald's, and Danielle has been fortunate enough to serve uh, Jason a sausage, oh. egg, and cheese muffin a few times, and then once a coffee, and then another time another egg and cheese sandwich. So <laughs> this time around he came back, and he's like, you're my favorite employee at this McDonald's. Donald's at wow. his in his neighborhood brought a um, brought a jersey for him to for her signed it and she posted a picture of it got like hundreds of thousands of likes and shares and there she's like loving it. That's awesome. Really, I, I didn't even do that it. on purpose. And that's your flash briefing. All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.